Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. A man believes that he can talk to ghosts using running water from a kitchen sink. And then we end the week by taking a bizarre journey and looking at this woman's life as she is living it right now. Is it possible that she has connected with an entity that is giving her instructions? Or... Did a blood disease boil her brain today on Dead Rabbit Radio? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a good day. I hope you guys are having a good day too. I hope you guys have some awesome plans for the weekend. Uh, just a quick reminder again, May 14th, I will be at the McMinimins UFO Festival in McMinnville, Oregon. Not as a speaker, but as the person who paid $125 to get a vendor table. But I'm going to be there. I'm going to bring in all these haunted items. Veronica the Haunted Doll is going to be there. Get her autograph. We'll put a little pin in her hand. It's going to be lots of fun. And there's, you know, a bunch of UFO people there as well. Uh, Whitley Striver. If I'm not a big enough draw, Whitley Stryber, the author of Communion, is going to be speaking at the convention. He'll be there May 13th. So, so you got to pick a day. You can't stay there for both. It's a festival. They immediately kick you out if you stick around for too long. But someone who never sticks around for too long is actually one of our long-term Patreon supporters. Really, really appreciate this. Everyone give it up for Cindy Pereira. Woo! Everyone give a big round of applause as Cindy is walking into Dead Rabbit Command. Cindy, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, I totally understand. Just help spread the word about the show. That helps out so much. Cindy, let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the Dead Rabbit Dirigible. We're going to leave behind Dead Rabbit Command. We're going to float all the way out to some dude's kitchen. <laughs> Giant Dirigible is knocking over all of his dishes. Oh, no. That's Fiesta wear. Psh, 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 psh. But we don't care about any of that. And even if we do, even if we did demolish this guy's collection of dishes, it's okay because he can talk to them from beyond the dead. Still doesn't fix his dishes, still doesn't clean up his kitchen. But we're going to take a look at this dude. His name is Grant. And he has a YouTube channel called Optimal Frequency. I found, I don't remember how I even came across these guys. Optimal Frequency is the YouTube channel's name. 
And what they do, they have a gimmick, right? Every YouTube channel should have a gimmick. Mine is, <laughs> mine is to have the least amount of recommendations. YouTube is completely shadow banned my channel. I don't even think most of my subscribers even know when I put out videos anymore. But my gimmick is being run off YouTube. But let's take a look at Grant here. He runs this channel, Optimal Frequency. And what he does is he, you know, on one hand, this is kind of ingenious. And on the other hand, this is the highest level of cherry picking when it comes to any sort of ghost audio. So let me tell you what it is first. What he does is he has this new technology. He turns on a faucet. You're like, running water, whoa, where's this magical thing at? He turns on like a kitchen faucet and... He records the water going... If you don't know what water sounded like. He didn't even know running water existed until this podcast. And then he has this thing. He didn't invent this. This is a software you can buy. It's called Crisp. And what it does, it's intelligent software. It filters out white noise for Zoom calls or anything, really. For ghosts. For ghosts in water. You didn't know that was possible? It's to filter out weird noises or white noises. There's a bunch of ghosts floating around when you're trying to do a job interview. You're like, ah, I want to work at Microsoft. My place is currently haunted. I need to move. I don't have any money. But anyway, so yeah, that's what Chris, this software is. You can like, it's a monthly fee. I think it is or you buy it out, right? So the way Grant has a setup is that he records the water running. He asks questions. And then he goes back and using the crisp software, it makes something makes the water say something right it's punching it in the stomach it's all come on water molecules tell us the truth yeah i'll play you a sample so because so, you guys are like what in the world is this guy talking about <laughs> that's what i was thinking the whole time i was watching these videos and of course i had to pick on the most clickbaity video this guy recently did because if you're going to ask the ghost any if you're going to ask the ghost in your kitchen anything Ask them about the current war in Ukraine. Because why not, right? Why not? You're just you're just going to hear a bunch of white noise and you're going to pick words out and go, oh, it says that. He posted a video on March 29th, 2022 called The Ghost of Kiev, Part 1. Yeah, there's two, there's two of these. He has a lot of videos overall. But what he does is he'll ask this question. So let's say, for example, he asks... As of today, how many Russian generals have been killed by the Ukrainians? Well, again, I mean, come on, man, you're talking to ghosts. I'm sure they have better things to do than be like going to CNN.com and trying to figure that information out. As of today, how many Russian generals have been killed by the Ukrainians? And it says on the screen, he knows, Grant knows that the number is five. At that time, five Russian generals had reportedly been killed by the Ukrainians. This is the uh, this is the ghost answer though. Okay. S section two. How many Russian generals have been reportedly killed as of today by the Ukrainians? So if you didn't understand what that was saying, which I'm fully aware that probably most of you are like, huh? That said, I heard that they were wrong. Well, okay, let me back up here. This is what he says the ghost said, right? I heard that they were wrong. It's only an empty theory. <laughs> Section 
If CNN.com, if CNN.com can tell you how many Russian generals have died, I don't know why the ghost gives such a cryptic answer. And the ghost is constantly saying, I'm, I, I feel bad. I'm actually putting this on the ghost. This technology, optimal frequency, this website, this YouTube channel. So, And what's weird, right? So all of his questions are weird. Like that was one of the most sensical questions that he asked. And, and it was something that could be verified. How many Russian generals have died? And then this ghost is like, ah, gives that answer. But he asks questions. So he has a partner. It's this guy, I guess, normally doesn't work with him. This guy named Gary Reed. So Grant is also working with this guy named Gary Reed. And he asks the ghost, he's asking the ghost about, what do you think about me working with Gary? What? He's in your first off. He's in your house. It's a little too late to be asking the ghost. The ghosts are like, look out. He has a knife. It's a little too late to be asking stuff like that. He's asking questions about that. He's like, is my audio setup okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> Dude, you should know this stuff. You've been doing a YouTube channel for a long time. And the way it's set up is you record the ghosts talking through the water. And then you put the crisp technology over that to clean up all of the non-ghost stuff. AKA the running water, right? It's just going to eliminate everything. And then you try really hard to hear something. And then you, so you record the voice, you record the sound. I don't want humor if it's saying these actually recording voices. You record the sound and then you run it through the AI program. And then you're sitting there in your editing bay at home and you're playing it back. You've already, you've already recorded everything. If it gives you any advice on your recording setup, you've already taken it apart. You've already removed everything, right? So it wouldn't even make sense. You don't hear it in real time. It wouldn't even make sense if you were asking how everything's okay. Now, maybe, watch. I don't know if this will be a video that he finds. Maybe he'll say, no, I do listen to it in real time. Da-da-da-da-da. I just have to say, it doesn't seem that way, sir, because you keep asking the question, how's my audio setup? How's my audio setup? If you could hear it in real time, and when they say, this is their answer, by the way, how's his audio setup? They compliment his monitor. They say that his monitor is cool or something like that. I'll play the actual clip. It doesn't matter. They didn't actually say that. People are going to be like, what? You quoted the ghost out of context. They did not say the monitor was cool. But anyway, so yeah, whatever, dude. And this kind of goes on and on and on. He he. At one point, he at, he starts going about the go. And th this is what this is what made me click on this video in particular. We know now, for a matter of fact, that Ghost of Kiev does not exist. It didn't exist. He never existed. It was a video game demo footage someone put together from like War Thunder, if I remember correctly. We did an episode on it, and he didn't exist. So, right, I do have to give this dude credit because he didn't take the videos down. It would be the same thing as if I did a video where I used a Ouija board to contact the Count from Sesame Street. And the thing, <laughs> the thing kept going to the numbers. Then it went H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A. And I was like, oh my god, we've made contact with the Count from Sesame Street. And then someone informed me, CNN, CNN informed me, the Count is not real. Right? I think most people would have taken it down. So, as far as when I'm recording this, the Ghost of Kiev episode is still up. 
Because he doesn't exist. And we all know he didn't exist. But he, they're asking, like, legitimate questions. <laughs> You're like, what's the thrust like on your jet? How many afterburners? How many Gs can your jet take? No. They actually ask questions like, how many confirmed kills has the ghost of Kiev got? And the answer, the, the, the ghost didn't say it's not real. It's not real, Grant. The ghost of Kiev is a propaganda tool. They said 50 at least. Check it. They asked the ghost if Zelensky, who, who what, is the prime minister or president? I don't know the exact position of, but prime minister Zelensky from Ukraine, is he the ghost of Kiev? And no. <laughs> if you're on your edge of your seat for two seconds there thinking that was true, the ghost said no. But I think that was a joke. I don't think they actually believe that. Now, you could go, Jason, you're cherry picking. You're cherry picking kind of the funny moments and stuff like that. And, and I am, but you also got to remember that that's what this is as well. They're cherry picking the ones that fit the answers. They could have been doing this for hours on end. And these are the ones that make any sort of sense, right? My thing is, is like, so we've talked about this before. There's things like, obviously, EVP is just putting out saying, is there anyone in here? And then you go back and you listen to the audio and see if there's an e see if you cut an EVP. That's kind of the most that's like the base level. I think the base level is I think the base level is walking in a haunted house and you hear in a disembodied voice go boo. Like that is that is the caveman's version of the EVP. And then you have an electronic recording device, which does it. And then they have things like spirit boxes. Those have come about maybe in the past five years. I could be a little bit older. They've definitely blown up in popularity in the last five years. And that's where you have basically a, a radio, a broken radio is what it is, where the, it spins through the dial super quickly. And every so often, over going through the AM, FM band, you'll pick out individual words. I am here behind you. Boo. And then you, <laughs> you don't want to turn around and look because large Marge may be standing there. That, again, like, all EV... The, here, the spirit... I've never used the spirit box myself. EVPs, to me, are the most reliable. Because when you ask a question like, are you here? You either get silence, or background noise, or something. And then once you have something, now you can start debate over what does it say. But whether or not... If I say, is anyone in here... And there's a disembodied voice that says, My name is Margaret. I died here. Or a, or a disembodied voice said, Waffles tomorrow. It's, it's still a disembodied voice. I mean, the ghost may be an idiot, right? The ghost may be a moron, but it's still a disembodied voice. That's what I like about EVPs. You could go, I don't think it said that. I think it said this, but we're quibbling. The point is, is that it's saying something. There's a voice from the ether saying something. It may not be answering my question, but it should not exist. It's saying something, right? Spirit boxes are a little more prone to, I'm not completely dismissing them. I think I did in earlier episodes, I think. But I looked into them a little bit more. I, I do think, though, they're more prone to, it's, it's a random thing. And so if it, clicks to 10 different stations, you might be able to hear, bye now, and you happen to be standing outside of a hot dog cart in New York City, and you're like, I must get a hot dog. <laughs> the ghost told me to, but then it picked up all this other stuff. 
I get, I've never used one. I've looked into them. I've done some research on them. I'm less dismissive of them than I used to be, but, uh, and maybe someday I'll be less dismissive of optimal frequency. Probably not because when you look at other videos and you know what, here's the thing, who cares what I think, right? Who, who cares what I think? I watched two videos by this dude. What does my opinion matter, right? Like, honestly, this is my thing. He looks like he's having the time of his life. He looks like he's having a ton of fun. There's a lot of people who enjoy watching his videos. I think it's goofy, but who cares, right? I'm not the end-all, be-all of paranormal research. Who cares what I think? They, honestly, Grant looks like he's having fun. Is there a better way to spend the afternoon, right? When you're into this stuff, I go to the bagel shop. And just read spooky stories for hours on end and type up notes. That's how I spend my Saturdays. A lot of people would think that was a waste of time. Who cares what people think, right? And I'm saying the same thing to you, Grant. Grant looks like he's having the time of his life. He does look a little perturbed every so often. He seems to lose his patience with Gary in the basement. But who, you know what I mean? Like, how awesome is it to be able to not only spend a day recording the water coming out of your faucet and having... I, I, I don't think he's talking the paranormal. I do think it's all... He's just putting together patterns. But he's having time of his life. And he's putting out content and people are enjoying it. I don't think he's a grifter. And it's so funny because sometimes I'll lay into people who I think are grifting and I think are spreading, like, help, harmful messages to people's health. And it's kind of the difference, because sometimes I've gone really hard. Like, I did a whole week about Vampire Kevin. <laughs> into this anonymous dude, some dude on the internet. And, yeah, I just thought, like, what he, he was running... Well, I, legally, I can't say he was running a grift, but... Let's put, let's put him in the category of people that I go, this, this is dangerous, this is not stuff. This guy's just having fun, right? I don't believe it's Ghost, personally. But his... Uh, and this is one of the reasons why. His other videos... He's talking to the ghost of Kiev, I guess, or he's just talking to ghosts hanging out by his water fountain. But he's done videos where he's talked to specific people. He's talked to Freddie Mercury, dude from Queen, right? Anthony Bourdain. And you I, you know, at one point I was like, oh, dude, I should listen to that one. We actually did an episode about Anthony Bourdain, you know? But then I thought, he's not actually there, Jason. It's the dude's water faucet. Like, it's not like you're going to go there and learn anything great about Anthony Bourdain. So I was like, oh, yeah. So he did, he's done a bunch of them. He's done a ton of these videos, but he's done ones on, these are the most notable for me. Freddie Mercury, Anthony Bourdain, Stephen Hawking, right? That's pretty recent. And I wonder if it had the electronic voice, right? Was the ghost like, dun, dun, dun. like when Stephen Hawking died, would his ghost sound like a robot? Probably not, but then you wouldn't like recognize his voice. And while we're thinking about whether or not Stephen Hawking... I guess ghosts don't care whether or not you recognize their voice, right? It's ghost. Because then he would be like in the little motorized wheelchair. And I don't think that's possible. He's probably walking around as a ghost. But uh, Freddie Mercury, Anthony Bourdain, Stephen Hawking. Those are all very fascinating people. The bog... <laughs> I was like, dude, this would be... <sighs> anyway, the Boggy Creek Monster. Not the Soggy Bottom Boys. That would be pretty interesting, too. Except they're not real. The Boggy Creek Monster. Which who knows if that guy's real? I'm like, but well, this dude's real. Boggy Creek Monster is basically a swamp Bigfoot. And I saw that one, and I was like, what? That would be the only... I would interview that guy every single week. Wouldn't you love to know the weekly adventures of a cryptid? He's like, almost got caught today. You wouldn't believe it. But my buddy Stephen Hawking showed him in his ghost wheelchair and saved me once again. Thank you, robot ghost.
it's it, I remember once I saw I don't remember where I saw this online. I think it was just a passing comment, but someone said, "I never understand you watch shows like Ghost Hunters, they come out to a house, they set up their cameras for the night. The next morning they're like, this is a confirmed haunting. Like, listen to all these EVPs we caught and these moving shadows. And then the next week they're at a different house. He goes, they have the same house. They have the same house. Collect as much data as you can at that one house. If this is a confirmed haunting, you should put your gear there for like a month. I was like, I never thought about that. Like, that's super interesting. If you made contact with a cryptid, with the Boggy Creek Monster, that would just be your YouTube channel. Every every week, you'd have a new video of you talking to this monster. <laughs> He's just, like, talking like Cookie Monster. He's like, yum, yum, yum. Me ate another camper. If you could make contact with a cryptid, that is all. I would talk to the Boggy Creek Monster all the time. Freddie Mercury, he's not going nowhere, right? He's a ghost, right? They're stuck there forever. You can save him for another YouTube channel. But yeah, if you could talk to a cryptid, talk to a cryptid. But anyways, you can check out Optimal Frequency. I had a real, like, it actually started making me sick to my stomach. I don't know what it was about. The ghosts, the ghosts were flying into my stomach every time I played him. I don't know if it was the white noise or whatever. I kind of, I watched two videos of him, but, uh. Yeah, it just kind of made me sick to my stomach. But <laughs> with that recommendation, it'll make you nauseous as you listen to it. They look like they're having fun. It doesn't look like they're trying to rip anyone off financially or mentally. They're not running any sort of weirdo cult. Like so many other people we see in this space. So good on you, Grant. Good on you for being a step above most people in, in this sphere. Again, I don't think you're talking to ghosts, but it's fun. I'm not going to knock that. Cindy, let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the world-famous Carpenter Copter. We're leaving behind this dude's kitchen. It's still in shambles from the dirigible crash. Let's fire up the rotors on this copter. Knocking everything from side to side. Created a few more ghosts, unfortunately. Cindy, take us out of this dude's house. We're headed all the way out to a suburban neighborhood somewhere in America. This is one of those stories that I kind of stumbled across. I found this post. It was titled, Being Contacted by an Entity. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I do love me some entity contact. It's one of my top five contacts. I'm looking into it, and generally what I do when I come across this stuff, I read the post, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. That's good enough to be covered on Dead Rabbit Radio, I say, as I stuff another jalapeno cheddar bagel into my mouth. And then I'll go back and I'll look at people's posting history, if that's available. Sometimes stuff's posted anonymously on the X board, and there are other forms and stuff that have more availability. You can check this stuff out. And that's when I really started digging through this person's past. Now, we're going to call this person... This is... Uh, I got to be real careful about this one, honestly. Like, part of me wanted to contact this person and clear some stuff up, but... This is a weird one. We're going to call this... It is total shot in the dark. If it's re your real name, I'm not connected to the entity. We're going to call this person Wendy. Wendy. And let's go through a couple of the posts. I want to take you on this journey. Because I read the entity post first, being contacted by an entity. And then I went and found all this stuff. On March 28th, 2022, Wendy posted on a forum... Asking the question, healthy at every size? And this person, Wendy, I don't think we ever get an exact age. But we do get a whole host of health problems that Wendy is suffering. And we, this first really comes to the forefront 
on this March 28th post. Wendy's going, you know what I'm talking about? Giving up, trying to lose weight. Like, I've been trying to lose weight for so long, and I've actually gained 30 pounds while I've been trying to lose. I've been cutting back my calories and all that stuff, and I'm actually gaining weight. Now, either she's not actually cutting her calories, or she has such a serious medical condition like water bloat, right? Like, she can't actually lose weight. You have to go to the doctor. But she goes, maybe, I read this online, that... I can be healthy at any size and that all of the health conditions that kill fat people are due to medical discrimination. Like you don't actually die of a heart attack from being overweight. You die of a heart attack because you go to the doctor and they say, oh, for us to treat your heart, you're going to have to lose weight. And so you die of a heart attack. Now, if they had just treated your heart in the first place and hadn't discriminated against you because you were overweight, then fat fatalities would go down. And what's interesting is when I go to the doctor, that's something that always comes up. No matter what medical condition I'm in, people will say, you know, you've, you've gained a lot of weight. I'm actually a lot lower now than I used to be. But I, I've never felt discriminated against personally, right? I knew that my weight, I got up to 350 pounds. I'm nowhere near that now. But that would be issue, right? Bad knees, bad knees, your heart issues, breathing issues, stuff like that, sleep apnea, it's due to your weight. And there's been this push recently, sure, beauty at every size, right? But health is a more complicated issue, right? Health at every size is far, far more complicated. And speaking from experience, I don't necessarily think that that's accurate. But she posts that. She says, I'm having a hard time losing weight, and maybe being larger is healthier than being skinny or of a normal weight, is her exact quote. Being larger is healthier than being skinny or a normal weight. And that's what she had been told. That was on March 28th, 2022. On April 7th, she posts again, and she says in this post, completely unable to lose weight. At this point, she gives us some more details. She is five foot two and 530 pounds. So that's quite heavy. That's that's very, very, very heavy. She goes, I'm eating 1,500 calories a day. I cannot lose weight, and I don't know what's going on. And I'm going, so, and, and this might seem, you're like, Jason, what does any of this have to do with an entity? <laughs> Is the entity a, like a weight trainer? Is the entity like a personal instructor, personal fitness guy who's going to help her out? The reason why I'm laying all of this out, because we get, when we talk about someone who's contacting entities, it's very, very interesting. We cover a lot of this stuff where people are hearing voices in their head, and we get a very clear picture of this person's not just mental health, but physical health. And that is something that is constantly missing from a lot of these stories. We we covered a story last week where the woman started hearing voices. She also said she was overweight. Now that I think about it, she had lost 50 pounds in her story. I'm going to have to look into that. That's really interesting. I also saw a meme recently, and it said that American paranormal hosts are all overweight. That was something they go like anyone who's like puts out paranormal content is overweight. So that's weird. But again, it's America. The this uh, we, we have this, so that's kind of why I'm uh, dialing into this. And this does play a part. I'm not just here to be like, ah, oh, look at how heavy she is, because that's not the point. But we have a picture of this woman's health. She's five foot two. She's five hundred and thirty pounds. 
going through her posts, it turns out she doesn't eat 1,500 calories a day. If you ate 1,500 calories a day at 530 pounds, you are guaranteed to lose weight unless you have a serious medical condition. You know, you're retaining water so much that you're basically a water balloon. And you would have to go to the hospital and get that taken care of. 530 pounds eating 1,500 calories a day, it turns out that's not true. And I think we would have all known that. She eats 6,000 calories a day by her own estimate. And she goes, and that is her guessing the calories of restaurant food. So she's eating probably 5,000 calories a day of stuff she can read. Like actually look at the nutritional value of. April 13th. So what is that? Six days later, after that, completely unable to lose weight, she posts, I will die soon. From April 7th to April 13th, she's gained 10 pounds. She says doctors are telling her that at any moment her heart can stop. Her health is so poor, she can die at any time. She makes an interesting... If she's kind of going through her health issues, she also adds the comment, quote, no money can't stop eating. And it made me think someone must be enabling her because one of the things you need to eat is money, and especially if you're ordering restaurant food, it's very expensive. So I'm wondering if someone's enabling her, right? Anyways, she's up to 540 pounds. She's posting on all of these other subs and forums to lose weight, looking for advice. She mentions that she's bedridden, and she's mentioning that she might be evicted. She has someone who's taking care of her. You wouldn't need someone to take care of you in this state where your heart can literally stop at any moment. And that person is going back to college, so she doesn't know, Wendy doesn't know how things are going to work out. That was April 13th. April 22nd, being contacted by an entity. She says this all started three years ago. This entity situation started three years ago, but it's definitely come to a head. She said she started seeing a three-digit number appear randomly around her. Now, not like a hallucination, but you look at your clock. It's a three-digit number. You're checking your stock. Three-digit number on the ticker tape. (laughs) Apparently, you're Scrooge McDuck and a ticker tape's coming out all the time. She said, I'm not going to tell you what the number is. I'm not going to tell you what the number is for reasons that will become obvious. But I keep seeing this number appear. Another thing that's going on over the past three years is I begin to feel disconnected from reality. The world begins to seem more and more like just a dream. They're so vivid, it's almost like I can't tell when I'm asleep and when I'm awake. And then... The voices appear. The entity comes into her life. And this is always so interesting. She's laid out a very personal health journey online. And yet, when people get cagey about certain details, which you're perfectly fine, right? You don't have to tell everyone everything. But I find it interesting when you talk about very, very detailed things about your weight, how many calories you're taking a day, and da-da-da-da. And then you leave other stuff really vague. It makes you think the worst, right? Not of her, but of what could be going on. She says the entity kept telling her to do something over and over and over again, but yet she refused to do it. 
but she won't she doesn't reveal what that thing is that's that's troubling right because you think you know the worst hurting herself or hurting other people she says during this time she begins to see visions of the dead when she looks into mirrors she sees ghosts standing behind her while she's simply trying to check out her own reflection she believes she's going crazy which i think anyone would have any one of those things right the voices depersonalization seeing the specters of the damned behind you any of those three would make you feel like you're going crazy she's having all of them she then says she got covid twice she suffered from this is very recent this is like in the last year got covid twice suffered with strep throat anaphylaxis which is i think a reaction to medicine anaphylactic shock at least or it's some sort of allergic reaction cellulitis the flu that's a bit that's a bit of a downgrade there right you're like oh you won't believe it i almost died of an anaphylactic shock and i had the flu you're like dude dude you, you need to learn how to actually organize stuff from least scary to most scary but she does end it on a pretty scary one something called mastitis which is inflamed breast tissues. I had to look that up. Didn't look at photos. Please don't send me any. But I was like, what's mastitis? And I found out what it is. She said she went to the urgent care 10 times. Now, here's the thing. When I'm reading this, this is where you start to think hypochondriac. Remember, I'm reading this post first. I have no idea about her health history. I'm reading this post first. And I was like, wow, either this person's the unluckiest person. She got the flu. Oh, no, I'm so worried about her. Either she's very unlucky health-wise or she's a hypochondriac. I had no idea that she was 530 pounds or 540 pounds at this point, which I would go, okay, yeah, that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense that you would have a whole host of health concerns. But she's going to urgent care over and over and over and over again to get taken care of. And then at the very end of this whole thing, she gets a severe blood infection with no cause. The doctors at the urgent care facility, if you don't know what that is, if I don't know if these are all over the world or even all over the United States. It's basically in between your regular doctor that you can make an appointment to see and the emergency room. It's drop-in clinics. I've been to them hundreds of times throughout my life. Show up, show up. I got some weird malady. I've stepped on something. I've got cut open. I go to the urgent cares all the time. But yeah, so you just show up and you get treated right there. Uh, she gets a severe blood infection. They can't tell what it is. They tell her to go to the emergency room and she says, I don't have any money. So she went home. So don't do that, right? Most emergency, if you don't own a home, if you don't own any assets, just go to the emergency room. They'll send you a bill. And they'll work with you. They'll work with you. Usually, I know the Catholic ones do. I can't speak for all of them. I can't speak for Greedy Memorial Hospital United or whatever. But yeah, if you're going to die and you don't own any assets, I would recommend going to the ER, at least to, 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 to do that. If you own a house, then that's a little more tricky. But she goes home. And her fever rises to 106. And at this point, she's basically just laying on the floor. She's cooking to death. Her brain is boiling. And that is when she looks up at the television set and appearing on big block letters right on the television set are the words, listen and you will live. 
So Wendy, in this horrible fever with this horrible blood infection, all these other horrible health problems, the flu, she gets to her feet. She uses all of her strength to get to her feet, and she's begging. I'll do anything it takes. Just don't. I just don't want to suffer anymore. She collapses. She blacks out. A couple hours later, she wakes up. Totally fine. Blood infection, as far as she can tell, is gone. I mean, I don't know how she would diagnose that. She's cutting open her finger. She's like, that looks like good blood. It's not infected at all. She said her blood infection's gone. She feels great. She says she hasn't even been sick since. And she started to think, maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe I was never crazy. And then she says, this is one of her quotes. Since that moment, this entity tells me everything. She says, by listening to the entity, it has told her about her mission in life. See, there are people out there that she needs to help. And the entity will tell her what she needs to do. Word for word, the entity will tell her what she needs to buy and what she needs to learn to help these people. And then she starts getting, she says she starts getting messages from burner accounts on Reddit with nonsense phrases and the three-digit number. One of these makes references and in-jokes about stuff she's had dreams about, things she's never mentioned to anyone. This account will kind of reference stuff. Ah, that firefighter's hat sure was big, wasn't it, ma'am? I don't know if the post, I don't know if the post had an accent. It said, hayseed in mouth. She's like, ah, the accent. But she said that one only pops up on Reddit when she doesn't know what to do next. She says she has refined her ability to contact the entity. Instead of it just putting voices in her head, she has a deck of tarot cards, and she doesn't use them as normal tarot cards, but she lays them out, and it makes a pattern. And it will tell her what the entity is trying to express. She says the voices of the entity no longer mentally torment her. In fact, it seems playful and friendly. When it wants to be. April 22nd, she posted this. It seems fairly uplifting, right? (laughs) As uplifting as voices in your head can be. Saving her life. Giving her direction. And I started looking through the posts. So around this time period. And I did see people respond. Like she'd post on something about weight loss. And someone would leave a very cryptic code. Like that's what the dollhouse said. And then she would respond, why are you here? Why are you here? It is so... That's why I didn't want to write anything or email her. Because I was like, someone obviously is messing with her. And I don't know how far back she's been posting. I mean, I guess I I I could have looked at it. But it's too busy eating bagels. You... I can... someone, Someone or some people are messing with her. Or it's possible that she's doing it herself, right? Not that she's trying to fake it. but Which is obviously always possible, but... She could be so disassociated that she has multiple accounts herself. I think someone's messing with her. A couple of people are messing with her. I think she's probably posting somewhere that she sees these numbers and da 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 and people are posting them. And, and, and that, which is cruel, really, at that point. Like this person seems to have seems to have some sort definitely a whole host of health problems and seems to be on a very, very serious mental health journey. So I mean, like cracking jokes. 
that make her think that she's being contacted or being harassed by agents against this entity or whatever she thinks this thing is. That's why she doesn't want to reveal the three-digit number, so that way she can verify when people actually do use the three-digit number that they're correct. And you could go, Jason, you know, as a paranormal researcher, here, how, how, how do you say that this is insane? Versus other people who communicate with entities. You yourself, you, you've had interactions with demons and angels and shadow men and all this stuff. And you know what's interesting is each time that happens, I think I'm going crazy. Like every single time that has happened, and it's not happened a bunch, but I, I go, oh my god, I've lost my mind. I've totally lost my mind. And I'm not the only person who does that. There's tons of people who've had communications. Grant, Grant has them coming right out of their faucet. What makes her story? Why, why do you lean towards mental health on her story versus the other story? It's a feeling. I can't even really tell you. Like, I can't say this is specifically why. Who knows, right? It's not that. It's not necessarily health problems. It's just sometimes you have a hunch. But here's the the frightening thing about this one. I think she may be contacting an entity. That it may be real. It's possible that her brain got cooked by 106 degree fever. That will do it. That's enough for an adult to cause some at very least short term brain damage. And someone who was already struggling with mental health stuff, remember the story started 3 years ago. The the fever was fairly recent. She might have connected with something. And that's what scares me. I would much rather have people... <laughs> if I had to choose, right? I'm not like, woo! If I had to choose, I would much rather a lot of these stories be mental health. Because mental health can be treated with counseling, or with medication, or with observation, and things like that. The paranormal stuff is much harder to take care of. Far, far more difficult to deal with. Because not only are you really trying to handle it from a mental health perspective, and this is a spiritual issue, you don't know what the power level is of this entity. Is it an imp? Right? Is it just a little demonic creature that's crawled out of the depths of somewhere? Dark, old... It's attached itself. Is it a solar plexus clown glider? Is it a demon? Is it a cosmic horror? Right, these are all totally different things that require totally different methods. Now, you could say exorcism would probably get rid of all of them, right? A good old-fashioned religious exorcism, but you don't know, right? We covered that story about that guy who they did like a 10-hour exorcism on and then they had to take a break. And they said, well, we got all of the demons out of them except for two, wrath and murder. But I'm sure he's fine going home. That's one of my favorite episodes of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'll put that in the show notes. That really is one of my favorite stories I've ever covered on this show. Uh, which, which says something, right? Which says something. It's totally terrifying. It gave me nightmares. I had nightmares after recording that episode. But, um, yeah... What is this? I'd much rather Wendy 
have this mental health. I, I would much rather, oh, first off, I would much rather her not have any of these issues, right? And not have a story to tell on Friday. If I had to be 100%, I'd much rather do a four episode a week podcast and not have a story like this of this poor woman suffering through this. But if I had to choose again, I would choose that it would be a mental health struggle versus a spiritual battle. But it's telling her what to do and it's laying out these plans. And I found this one odd post someone had left. I'll try to find it again. I, I didn't I don't remember the exact page. I'll see if I can find it again. But she was talking about something and one of these random people jumped in and left a code. And she said, please, please, I can't wait another year. Tell me, tell me the plan. I'll do it. So she's like begging random people online that she thinks might be part of this grand conspiracy involving this entity. So weird and sad. And then the very last thing that I've seen her post was the day afterwards. It was April 23rd, 2022. The post itself was removed, but the title is still there. Quote, does anyone want to go to the void with me? What it is just such a bizarre journey. As far as of the recording of this, she's still posting on stuff, but it's weirdo stuff. She's not like, I don't get my scientific calculator to work. The batteries, I need to charge the batteries. It's more weird stuff. She's glomming on a stuff and people are posting all these series of numbers. And she's like, oh no, help me on my journey. It's like, dude. But mental health issues, pop, pop, most likely, right? I'm not going to say probably. I've pretty much gone through pretty good evidence. Some mental health struggles here. But what I want to end this note on, what I want to end this very depressing Friday episode on, I thought about this while I was reading the story, because last week we talked about a young woman who was also hearing voices from this entity. And this is something we cover a lot on this show. We've done. A, I'll try to put a couple other episodes in the show notes. I find all of this stuff very fascinating. But I started to... Let's put on our conspiracy caps and wrap the episode up like this. Very, very short wrap-up. It's kind of just an open-ended question. We have all of these people hearing these voices all over the world. What if they're all coming from the same source? What if there is something dark and ancient and powerful talking to millions of people with mental health struggles all over the world? Millions of different voices, but one voice. You may hear it as a woman. He may hear it as his aunt. She may hear it as just an anonymous dude's voice yelling in her ear while she's trying to sleep. Words of encouragement. Words of hate. Statements that drive you so mad you find yourself walking down the street, you've lost your job, you've lost your home, you've lost your family, you've turned to self-medicating yourself with the strongest street drugs available, but the voices are still there, but they're all coming from the same source. And the source knows what it needs to do to push you. This person needs a word of encouragement 
to bring them into my fold. This person needs to think they're worthless to break them down to make them my servant. Millions of different voices screaming millions of different phrases in the minds of millions of different people spread across this planet. Millions of different voices, but one voice. Is there a terrifying puppet master living worlds and realities far beyond our own, slipping its tendrils into the minds of the most vulnerable people on the planet? Somewhere in the darkness, somewhere in the void, sits a monster with a million mouths. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. TikTok is at deadrabbitradio. Deadrabbitradio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm so glad you listened to it today. Have a great weekend, guys, and I will see you soon.